Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, and today I'm joined by a panel of local experts to talk about buying and selling homes, particularly during this pandemic. And for all our listeners at Metro Family, we've got a special treat for both homeowners and renters coming up November 16th through December 14th. We are affiliated with a national contest giving away $15,000 to one lucky winner to put toward rent or mortgage in 2021. You can enter starting November 16th by going to metrofamilymagazine.com contests. Back to our panel today. To get us started, I want to introduce our panelists. Cheryl Lovelady is Executive Director of Positively Paseo, a nonprofit community housing development organization working to revive urban core neighborhoods in Oklahoma City with a focus on rehabilitating historic homes, inhabiting vacant land, and increasing community investment by home ownership. Welcome, Cheryl. Leanne Smith is Director of Home Ownership Programs with Oklahoma Housing Finance Agency, which provides assistance helping low and moderate income families pay rent or purchase their first home. OHFA also works with nonprofit organizations, developers, and municipalities to bring quality housing opportunities to communities across the state. Welcome, Leanne. Andrew Holder is a broker with Keller Williams Realty Elite. As a professional in real estate, he studies the market daily for trends in the industry on a local, state, and national level, and consults clients from first-time homebuyers to experienced investors and sellers on the market and best practices with their housing assets. Welcome, Andrew. And Tom Rosser is a local lender with Gateway Mortgage Group, headquartered locally in Jinx. Welcome, Tom. Thank you all so much for being here today. Um, as we were just talking about, this year has been uh, quite unexpected in very many ways. And usually heading into holidays is not necessarily the time families think about moving. Um, but again, 2020 has taught us to expect the unexpected. So what does the housing market look like right now for both buyers and sellers in Oklahoma City? I'd like to get all of your takes on this. Leanne, will you start us off this morning? Absolutely, thank you. Uh, what we see is that the market has really increased this year in regards to home ownership. People are trying to buy homes at a very fast rate. Uh, the, the rates are really good. We provide down payment assistance for them to do that. So therefore, the opportunity for home ownership is very high this year. Uh, what we've also seen is that there is a boom in regards to people wanting to buy homes. The business has increased tenfold compared to what it did last year. So this is a buyer's market right now. And it's also a seller's market, but it's really a buyer's market because the rates are great at this time. That's great, Leanne. Cheryl, what about you? Well, I agree with Leanne. The rates are never better. I um, uh, work primarily in the inner core. We still have an influx of people who want to live uh, in the inner core of Oklahoma City um, and revitalized neighborhoods. So we've seen we've seen a lot a lot of interest. And I am frankly um, uh, building five six houses at a time and selling them before I can get them done. Um, with interest rates, uh, one of my buyers got uh, 2.83. Uh, interest with $15,000 in down payment assistance through our program and additional down payment assistance through their bank. So there's there's lots of incentives out there, a lot of excitement and, and doesn't seem to be any hesitation 
uh, during this pandemic about about you know going into uh, to mortgage debt. That's great to know, Andrew. What are you seeing? Yeah, so um, obviously we're in a unique market as they both kind of spoke to. Um, it's very unique in that we have such a seller's market, meaning that there's not enough inventory out there for the amount of consumers that want to purchase. But as they both discussed, based off where the interest rates are, it's an, also an incredible time to buy. <clears throat> I tend to look a little bit more statistically based. So the amount of homes that are actually available to purchase right now are down negative 28.7% month over month from September of 19 to September of 2020, meaning there are 28.7% less properties for sale active on the market right now than there were that time. And actual numbers were down from 6,300 active listings in September of 19 to less than 4,000 at 3,940 3, and some change to active properties on the market right now. Uh, as of September, we don't have October's numbers quite yet. What's really fascinating about that too is that the median sales price is up 11.8% month over month from the same time last year to this year, kind of going what they're saying because people are willing to pay a little bit more for what they did last year because there's just not enough inventory out there. Um, but as I'm sure the lenders here will discuss, that increase in sales price doesn't really affect much of your monthly payment when you have rates down as low as they've ever been historically. So it can really be both a seller's and buyer's market. It's just a tough market to play in right now. Those are some good points, Andrew. Uh, Tom, what about you? What are you seeing right now? Um, like, the, like the two ladies spoke about earlier, rates are great. Andrew spoke on it too. Inventory's low. Generally, we see a slowdown right now, right? People say, hey, we can't find the house we want. Uh, we're going into the holidays. Let's put, it on, put the brakes until March or, or put the brakes until February. And we just are not seeing that slowdown at all. Um, where you know maybe people are out there looking for homes and they can't find it, and they normally they would say, "Hey, we're out. Uh, we'll wait." Right now, they're just they're still looking. They're still they're they're waiting for the inventory to be there. Um, and Andrew can tell us more on that. You know when they expect inventory to be back up. But I think as long as rates are going to be great and, and they're kind of projected to be great for a long time, um, it's a good time to buy. Thank you for giving us some good news in this crazy year. <laughs> so Andrew, for all of those watching who are considering buying or selling, let's talk about what they need to focus on. What, what would you tell someone are the top three things to focus on when selling their home, particularly right now? And then on the flip side, what are the top three things that buyers need to focus on right now? Okay. Um, yeah. So the, the first one for both the sellers and buyers sounds a little cliche, but hiring the right person for the job um, strategy means a lot right now, um, because oftentimes if you're selling and buying on the other end, lining up those dominoes to occur at the same time can be very difficult because um, typically a consumer is going to get their property under contract before they go find the next home to purchase. And doing that right now and looking for that perfect house for you after your house goes under contract and you have a window of like 10 days to find that property, it can be pretty tough right now. Now there are sectors where that can be relatively easy if you're buying something in a more affordable range and you're buying something in a much higher range or new construction or something of that nature. There are some ways that you can um, navigate that. But number one would be just hiring the right agent to help you strategize because anybody can get a house under contract, not everybody can get it closed. And so asking those kinds of questions and having a high level of expectation from the agent matters a lot. Um, the second thing for selling specifically is um, separating your home from your house. 
because now you've got to start looking at your home as a product to sell rather than something where you raise your your first child or your favorite hamster. You've got to you've got to really separate the two and understand that people are going to be critical of the property that you put a lot of love into and taking those pictures off the wall, not having your laundry running during showings. You've got to put yourself in a position to think about it from terms of how a buyer is going to view that property. Um, that honey-do list that you've been putting off for a long time, that $20 fix might mean thousands of dollars off a purchase price from a, from a buyer standpoint because they're thinking, well, you know, if Tom didn't fix that, what else did he fix? What's he trying to hide? So you've got to think about those things. Even though it is going to statistically take a little less time on market right now, given the lack of inventory, as we've discussed, that doesn't necessarily mean you don't want to put those extra things into the property to make sure that you're as equipped as possible to make as much money as possible. Um, number three, kind of reiterating some of those points again, have a plan for where you're going. It, it's likely that your house is not going to be on the market like, like very long, like I said. Um, and you don't want to end up homeless if you don't have the property to go into. If you are in a position to be able to buy before you sell your current home, I would strongly advocate doing that. Of course, I'm not a financial expert, and I would talk to your financial planner, whoever you've got, if you have an opportunity to pay off your existing home in order to purchase something without a contingency, it's going to put, put yourself in the best possible position to sell um, because as a listing agent, we're looking at properties and all things being equal. If we have someone that doesn't have to sell a house, I know that statistically speaking, that house is gonna be much more likely to close with that person. And in this kind of a competitive market where everything is pretty much going into multiple offers, you've gotta make sure you look pretty stinking good to that seller um, to make sure you can get the property. That's really, really great advice, Andrew. Thank you so much. Um, Speaking of lenders, signing our life away to a lender can be really intimidating, but it can be less scary right now because those interest rates are at a historic low. Tom, what do you expect interest rates to look like over the next couple of months? And then for homeowners, is this a good time to consider refinancing? Uh, we get asked about rates a lot. We have to start it off with, we don't have a crystal ball, right? We don't know exactly where rates are gonna go. Uh, expectations over the next few months are that rates aren't going to change. And I think almost every expert is saying that, you know, the Fed came out and said that they aren't going to raise rates for a long time. So we anticipate low rates um, really all of next year. And then as far as refinancing, if you haven't already looked at refinancing, it's a good time to look at refinancing for sure. We have a, we're doing a ton of refinancing this year. Uh, a lot of people will ship from, maybe they've been in their house for two years. Uh, so they owe 28 years and they can get down to a 20 year term and their payment doesn't move or they can they can get down to a 15 year term and payment goes up just a little bit. But you, you trim 13 years off your mortgage. Um, if you haven't looked at refinancing, it is definitely worth a phone call to 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 say, hey, you know, this is what it looks like right now. What would it look like if I refinance and, and get the different terms, get to 30, the 20, the 15 year terms and look at all three of them, uh, sit down, decide what's best for your family. and, and and, and go with it. Great advice, Tom. Thank you. Cheryl and Leanne, for those of our listeners questioning whether home buying is an option for them right now, what kinds of first-time homebuyer incentives are available? Cheryl, will you start? Sure. Through our program, we have, uh, for people who income qualify, up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. So we're building uh, beautiful homes, but they range from $120,000 to $150,000. So 
So when you think about that, that's your down payment. And that is a huge incentive uh, for, for families that that is the major hurdle to homeownership is that that down payment uh, money sitting in the bank. So uh, uh, that, is, that is amazing. And then on top of that, uh, I always tell people uh, to shop their banks, to shop their lenders, just like you would for a car. Uh, be willing to walk off the lot if you're if you have one offer from one bank, go to the next and see what you can see what you can get. Um, uh, so many people once they get an approval, they don't do anything else. They just they just kind of freeze. So um, you know, I had I had a home buyer that got eight thousand dollars from her bank. I got a home buyer just recently that got twenty five hundred from her from her lender on top of our fifteen thousand. So uh, it's a there's a lot of incentives out there right now on top of the the low interest rates that that need to be explored. That's great. And Leanne, what would you add to that? Well, we have a couple programs, but I'm going to speak to the program that is our first-time homebuyer product, which is our gold product. And we provide that product with 3.5% down payment assistance, and we have a special rate that's attached to that for Oklahoma State employees, for teachers, and also for SHIELD. Uh, that down payment assistance is a gift. It's, there's no repayment expected at, at, of it at this time. Uh, the current rate today is 3%. So you could get a mortgage of say $100,000 and your mortgage was $100,000 OHFA would provide 3.5% down payment assistance towards the purchase of the home. I always tell consumers, don't prejudge your credit. Don't prejudge what you think you can qualify for. Go to a professional, go to one of the participating lenders that are listed on our website. And I'm sure Cheryl has lenders that are listed with her as well. Go and see if you can qualify because you know you might get a yes instead of a no. And the goal is to say yes to home ownership because down payment assistance gives you that opportunity. And our gold product does that for first time home buyers. It is income driven in certain counties, but you can't hardly pass that down payment assistance because that is the biggest detriment for people to buy homes. So talk and to Leanne, if, I can, if I can pile on so many times, um, you know, as you said, they prejudge their credit and they may be six months away uh, with some counseling, with paying a couple of things off. And so I've had buyers that, that have gone, they said, well, I don't qualify now, but they gave me a pathway. This counselor gave me a pathway that in six months or to a year, I, I can be ready. Exactly. Go get yes. You can always get no. Exactly. That's great. Um, and then as a follow up for both of you, outside of those first time home buyer incentives, what type of mortgage loan support is available? Leanne, will you speak to that? In regards to loan support, I, you know, I'm not real sure that I can address that in loan support, but what I can tell you is I have other incentives besides first time home buyers. We have another product called the Dream Product that we provide three and a half percent down payment assistance to as well. You do not have to be a first time home buyers for it. And also under that product, we have an incentive that has a rate of two and a quarter with no down payment assistance. So a consumer could come to one of our lenders, qualify for a mortgage loan, a 30 year term, and then they say, well, we have our own down payment assistance or we're going to a community action agency to get our DPA. We're going to neighborhood housing. We're going to another source to get our down payment assistance. They would be able to utilize our program with a rate of two and a quarter and utilize somebody else's down payment assistance. That's great. Cheryl, what would you add to that? I, I would, Leanne covered it. I would just say, you know, research, look at, look at our website, look at, uh, look at, at OFA's website. Uh, do your homework, do your due diligence uh, with, you know, with the incentives and also with your lender. 
absolutely. I think the moral of the story here is find the local professionals to, to help you, whether you're buying or selling. Um, there are so many qualified people here in our community who can, who can help. Um, and speaking of professionals, Andrew and Tom, I want to pull you two in here to talk about the questions um, that mortgage assistance buyers should be asking of their lender, realtor, or title company to, to make sure they have all that information. Andrew, would you start us off? Yeah, sure thing. Um, it's, it's mainly just, as, as, it's not as much questions as much as it's just discussing their goals and how those assistance programs could affect the process from a negotiation standpoint and making sure they're as prepared as possible. Those, those progr the programs that they both discussed are just absolutely incredible and makes that, that dream of homeownership such a much a, a more attainable goal. Um, and yet in this market where it's extremely competitive, you, you don't always get to have your cake and eat it too. Uh, if you're trying to negotiate as low of a sales price as possible, that might not always be the case if you're bringing a three and a half percent down loan product to the, to the table, um, because there's a lot of cash buyers out there. There's a lot of people that are going that 20% down conventional route right now, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be the best thing for that seller always. Um, the biggest thing that I've always told the consumers is you've got to be thinking about real estate as a game of leverage. And sometimes getting a deal is getting the house, not necessarily getting that $5,000 off so you can tell your buddies at your next barbecue that you got a deal. Sometimes getting a deal is getting it over the extra 10 people that try to put an offer in on that property. Or you come in there strong and you actually get some of those items addressed that come up in an inspection. Um, and especially the appraisal right now. I'm sure Tom can speak a little bit more to that. But because of these increased prices, appraisals are starting to become an issue. And from a seller standpoint, the seller's always going to look at what's the statistically how how much how how am I able going to be how am I going to be able to get this to that closing table and not have to be too worried about the appraisal because that can be an issue right now. Um, so just making sure and having that discussion up front and setting those expectations with buyers that they need to understand that this process isn't always just about that purchase price, it's about the entire game and that it's all a big negotiation and it's all about keeping leverage on the buyer side as much as physically possible, while also taking into consideration the, the market that that seller is in. So these products are absolutely incredible. You just need to make sure you have the right strategy going into play to make sure you can have a realistic expectation and aren't looking for a house for a year while you're throwing rent out the window every month in that process. Good points, Andrew. I'd like, if possible, I'd like to add something. I think sure. also, I think it's important when they're starting to look for those homes is that they've already been to a lender and got pre-qualified because that helps the purchase move a lot quicker because when they come to you, Andrew, or they come to a real estate agent, they say, I've already got a pre-qualification letter. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to purchase that home. Yeah, just, just like you're saying, I mean, it, it, that's so true. It has to be because right now, I mean, you've got some, especially in the urban core of Oklahoma City, you've got properties that are off the market within 12 hours. You, you literally do not have time to start the process after you've started looking. Um, and oftentimes, um, I'll get the brunt of that. Tom will get the brunt of that. Like, they'll be upset that we can't perform in that time frame. Well, the reality is the seller is not going to take your offer seriously unless you're pre-qualified because that's a waste of everybody's time. So it, that's very, very important. Thanks for adding that. That's a good point. Absolutely. That is a very good point. Uh, Tom, what would you add? 
Well, um, I love that Andrew brought up your buddy at the barbecue and, and, and it's not always about interest rates. So I will say that, you know, you don't want to go tell your buddy at the barbecue that you got, um, you got 2% interest and then you really look at it and you spent $15,000 to buy down the interest rate to get that. And that was not in your family's best interest. Um, so I think it all just starts with an education and you sit down and you say, what are your goals? Um, what's most important to you? Um, Cheryl and Leanne both spoke about uh, down payment being the biggest obstacle. Um, so if we can get you over that obstacle with down payment assistance, what's the next obstacle? Is it monthly payment? Um, you know, can we get some of your debt down? What are you doing with your income? We, we want to educate you and look at the entire process. Um, we always talk about the pros and the cons when someone wants to look at at down payment assistance because there are pros and cons, um, right? The pro is there you're going to get the down payment given to you. The con might be in a higher interest rate, but right now with all the rates so low, I mean, Leanne's talking about a 3% down payment assistance program. Uh, that is historically a, in a very good rate. Um, um, so I think some of the cons of, of down payment assistance are going away with, with super low rates. Um, what else do you want to ask your lender? Uh, like Andrew said, sometimes we get the brunt of it where you found a house that you loved on Sunday at, at four and there's eight offers on it and you have not talked to us yet. We haven't seen your credit. We haven't gotten you pre-qualified. So how are you, you know, you're going to go in with an offer without a pre-approval letter and the seller's not going to take it seriously. So speak to a lender, uh, go through the education process of it, go over your goals and feel really comfortable before you even go look at that house. Um, that if you like it, you're ready to buy it and you're ready to, to act. Really good points. Thank you. Um, I think you guys have given such great insight into getting prepared, finding those local professionals that can help walk you through the process, whether you're buying or selling, but kind of having your ducks in a row before you start looking. Um, you know, I know when, when you're put the kids to bed and it's, you know, nine o'clock and you're browsing through the internet at houses, um, it can be, it can be hard to think through that process that, that you need to go through to make sure you're well prepared, especially in such a competitive market. Thanks so much to all of you for joining me today to talk through this and giving your professional insight for all those families looking to buy or sell homes in the near future. And again, give us some positive news for the year that is 2020. <laughs> um, and some other really exciting news, a reminder for our listeners, be sure to look for Metro Families Home Sweet Home Contest, November 16th through December 14th for that chance to win $15,000 to put towards your mortgage or rent in 2021. Thanks everyone for watching. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.